back to the fast break. It's episode 112. This is our week 14 NBA recap. Um, I think our first recap with the Nets in first place. So we'll start in the East. What are your thoughts on the Nets overtaking the Sixers? Well, it's more than just that game. I mean, uh, they're, they're uh, Blake Griffin. He's had four dunks in five games. That's as many dunks as he had with the Pistons in two years of playing for them. Four dunks. Um, he's at playing, um, I think, actually what people expected him to do. He's been a good bench player. He could potentially play the five in the Eastern Conference um, with Joel Embiid being the main center he really can't match up with. But some of the other guys, I mean, Bam Adebayo, um, I'm blanking right now, but uh, let's see here. The box, if he has to go against uh, Brooke Lopez or something like that, I, I um, it's, it's seeming at 6'9", he can actually play a bit of that role. LaMarcus Aldridge has been about – I mean, he's not really playing. I think he's played, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes a game. He's been, he's been solid when he's playing. Um, I'm not sure if he'll be in playoff minutes because he's really just there for, I don't know, an occasional mid-range shot if you need some offense. But I think that the net, I mean, the Nets have been good. They, they got, they have secured the one seed and they've only played nine games with their big three. So uh, it seems as if they'll keep the one seed and they're certainly the favorites in the East at this point. Yeah. Well, everybody's making a big deal that they're doing all this without their big three. I mean, most of their games, they've had at least two of their stars, and they've got three to eight best players in the league. So most nights they have two players that are better than every other team's best player. So this team is still really talented, and when they get when they get to be full strength, it'll be scary. Um, everybody's saying Nets Lakers. Well, if we go over to the West, the Lakers have fallen into fifth place. So uh, I'm gonna be changing it now and make make the Nets my title favorite. You realize the Lakers are only in that position because they don't have LeBron AD. Like, no matter what seed they have, I don't think that should affect how good of a team they are. I think it makes it a harder path for them uh, in the playoffs because they have to play the Jazz in the second round. And if they're, in, if they're in fifth, they could play the Nuggets in the first round. I think that, that could be a tough, uh, a tough opponent for them. I suppose you're right. But I, if, if, do you still think they're the best team in the West? Because if, if 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 the Nets are your title favorites, that means okay, sure you think they're better than the Lakers, but that that would mean that the Lakers have fallen I, out of the I best team. The West right now, I, when I watch every team play, the Clippers look to be the best team in the West. Um. Okay. Uh. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, their seeding position. I don't think they're getting a top two seed either. Uh. I I don't know what to say about the West. It's hard to tell. With LeBron, I mean, Anthony Davis, um, we still haven't gotten a date for his return. I don't know. He he might, I mean, what, there's five and a half uh, weeks left in the season. He could end up coming in through that last week or so and just try to make something happen. I, I don't know if they're the favorite. The Nets, I think, are the clear favorite in the East. But the, the West is becoming rather open. I, 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 I can see that. Yep, I agree. Um Still was the same situation with the East where four through about nine is still very convoluted. Uh, as of right now, the Hawks and the Heat uh, top that group with the Pacers and the Bulls uh, who are still in playing game contention. What are your thoughts on the, the middle of the pack in the East? Well, the Knicks, um, it's not looking so good for them. Mitchell Robinson is out for season. Uh, Julius Randle has really been carrying them, but – I, I have to say, even if they do end up scraping their ways into the playoffs or even to a playing game, I'm not sure if they can really win there. Um, it's just not looking great for them. 
the Bulls are actually looking really rough. They had a game without Zach Levine. I saw they ran a lineup of their shortest player being point guard Tomas Sadoransky, and he is 6'7", I believe. So they're just these weird lineups. Vucevic is looking mediocre. I mean, I just want to talk here. Nick is always on my case. You replace the Jets. You put, replace Rudy Gobert with an average defensive center. You replace him with Brooke Lopez, Miles Turner. I mean, they're the same team. It does. You replace Vucevic with some average centers for the Bulls, and they're doing this. Vucevic is not playing um, to what to an All Star level. I mean, he he is really playing like a mediocre 16, 17 point per game center. Like I. I, I, I think it was a good trade. I think the Magic got what they wanted. I think the Bulls in the long term, this could really be a good deal. But if we're still having Vucevic go bear debates, I, I don't think that really makes sense at this point. Yeah, I completely agree. I honestly think if the Bulls did have a guy like Brooke Lopez or just a guy that can maybe do a little bit more, is a little more versatile, but scores 13 points a game, the Bulls could be doing better because they're only, they've only won two of their last 10 games. And uh, Vucevic clearly looks like he shouldn't have been an all-star. And we, we agreed on that from the beginning. And uh, I, I've come around with the Rudy Gobert debate. I just think uh, the, the Bulls recently, they, uh, the Raptors, they're, they've still lost a lot of games. I just think they've got a lot more talent than the Bulls do. And uh, I honestly think that might not end up being a good trade for the Bulls. I'm not sure how much uh, Vucevic is going to be able to, to, to give them in the coming years. Well, depending on how bad the Bulls are, they traded away their first-round pick this year, thinking, oh, Vucevic is putting us in the playoffs. That's maybe a late lottery pick, even trade for Vucevic and Wendell Carter. That first could be, like, depending on where the where, where it turns out, I mean, that could be a decent pick. And Wendell Carter Jr. was playing about as well as Vucevic is right now. So the Magic are actually looking pretty good, but at the same time, they don't have a player scoring more than 16 points per game. Terrence Ross is their leading scorer. And then it's like, uh, so I, I don't know, they have plenty of guys scoring 8, 9, 10, but they, they don't even have a leader on their team really anymore. Um, I'm watching their game against this injured Pelicans team, and I, I, there's players I can't even, I, I've never heard of. We have Terrence Ross or uh, Chumo Kiki and all these. I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's a mess of a team, but it's not looking terrible for them. I mean, I just want to talk about some other teams in the East before I turn it back to you. The Celtics, I think they've had, it's looking like they have some weird chemistry issues. Like it just doesn't look like they're trying, like they're not giving effort. You want to talk about that college basketball debate. I mean, tell any college basketball fan to look at the Celtics and you, the, I mean, they're not, they are playing like they don't even care. And then uh, I guess the last team in the East, uh, the Hornets, unfortunately, Gordon Hayward is out for four to six weeks. Um, you being a Hornets fan, I mean, after LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward could hurt them even more. I'm not sure what their playoff hopes are at this point, but that really hurts any chance. Yeah, they were never going to win a playoff series. And this team, they didn't have a great roster. And it's I can't, like, find any formula as to why they win games. I think they, they're they kind of just, like, they just win games on accident. It kind of seems like they don't have – not really any any more talented than their team, especially with their two best players out. Um, I don't think they'll be in the top eight. I think they will finish. Uh, I think they will be in a playing game, which will uh, be exciting. But either way, I don't. I don't think this team is doing too much. And uh, if they want to contend, and I think in the East, that's pretty Eastern Conference is pretty weak. They make some moves in the offseason draft. Well, they could. They could. Uh, if they if they if they want uh, if they want to buy, they could be a team that is a uh, pretty good next year if Melo Ball continues to to improve. I think let's move on to the West now. Um, the Mavericks, Nuggets, and Suns have uh, all five-game or better winning streaks. What are your thoughts on that? 
the Nuggets are playing great. Jamal Murray is playing much better. Uh, Jokic, he he, I think he has the MVP. He, he's definitely number one for MVP. I don't I don't want to say he's got it locked up yet. I think they need a top four seed, which is clearly clearly within reach, if not very likely. And really, the last statistic he needs is the wins because he he has the numbers, even I mean, even the deep stats in there that I don't understand. He's got all the efficiency and real whatnot. And I I think yes, with this Jamal Murray playing better. But also, the Nuggets have not lost with Aaron Gordon yet, and he is really a perfect addition. He is coming. He's a great player to play off ball, get open. I mean, you were over here saying if, if he, he wasn't in the dunk contest, you wouldn't know who he was. He is really helping this Nuggets team, who is not that deep. He's genuinely helping this team, and he could play. I mean, he's playing among the most minutes. On, and he's playing more than Michael Porter Jr. in the playoffs for certain, and uh, he's um, – as much as he seems like a role guy, it, he's really working with this Nuggets team. Again, as you mentioned, five straight or whatever. And I I don't know. I think they are within reach of a top three seed. Having both the L.A. teams under the top three would be crazy. But the Nuggets are looking really nice. Yeah, they got their clear third best player, which is um what we I think what we thought they would need. In the beginning of the year, me and you were both really high on them. Um, I think that adding Aaron Gordon helps them. They could get top three squat. Yes, yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, we can talk about a few other teams real quick. I'll talk about in the West, uh, Anthony Edwards. He got his team a couple wins, and I, I remember back um, during the draft, he he you sent me that that article, and I still remember it. It was something about him saying, "I don't like watching basketball," or "Basketball isn't my favorite sport," or something. And uh, even now, the Wolves in a redraft, I don't know if they would still take LaMelo Ball. Like, again, it seemed like, oh, he's, LaMelo Ball's obviously the best player. Anthony Edwards, um, he's getting more efficient. Last week, I talked about how he was just um, so terrible and, like, worst efficiency in the league. He's gotten a little better. And late game, I mean, you can give him the ball, and he, he is really helping them out. And and I think that I don't know if they move on from Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell really hasn't worked out. But this seems like a very good pick by the Timberwolves, even if LaMelo Ball was drafted later. Yeah, it's it's been puzzling why this team still can't win games. This looks like a, a good group of young talent to build around. They just can't put it together. They've tried. They fired their coach two or three times in the Carl Anthony Towns era. They've brought in many different co-stars, whether it be Jimmy Butler, D'Angelo Russell. They've had number one pick multiple times and they still can't find their way into the playoffs. Um, so I don't know what to do. It could be time for a complete blow up and rebuild. I'm, I wouldn't take that route yet. Um, I think it's going to be up to Carlton Towns because he, uh, all, all three of the stars on the team has shown a lack to buy in defensively. I think that's what ultimately hurts them. Well, I mean, they've been in a rebuild for so long. I, I mean, it, it's like the magic. I, did they blow up to go in a rebuild or have they been in a rebuild for 15 years? Uh, I, I think that, the Timberwolves have a lot of options here. I, it's the same thing. They have on paper. I mean, this is a good team. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was made an all-star game and I, he is not, I, he's fine, I guess, but what do they have? Eight wins. Like it's crazy. A um, couple more things we can talk about, um, namely the jazz and the Bucks. some of the top teams on both conferences. First, the Jazz, um, they beat the Grizzlies three times in six days. Weird scheduling there. And it, it was a couple days after that plane incident that I believe was a, uh, came out right after we finished recording last time. Um, Donovan Mitchell missed a couple games because of personal reasons. 
Um, when he was drafted, he had mentioned someone asked him what his it was just some random like rookie questions, and he said he did have a fear of uh, playing. So I saw that coming up somewhere. I, who knows what it is? Um, but he missed a couple games. They still beat the Grizzlies. And I think what this really shows is that they can take care of an eight seed in the first round. Um, it, this may be, oh, uh, the Jazz aren't that good. It, first round upset. I mean, this is what Nick says every time I try to say something about the Jazz. But they took care of the Grizzlies three three times in a row. I, I still know how this worked out in the schedule. How, why are you playing a team three games in a row? Um, but they took care of business every time, even without uh, Donovan Mitchell for two of those games. And then lastly, last note on the Jazz, uh, Joe Ingles is now fifth-time all-assists, uh, fifth-time all-time Jazz assists, and uh, previously a season he got first three-point made. Just want to mention that. But, I mean, the, ja- the Jazz are looking good. They're staying steady. They did lose a game to the Mavericks since we last talked, um, but every team loses games. It was just a good game by the Mavericks, and I'm feeling confident that they can secure the one seed. Yep, I agree. Um, the only other team I want to talk about a little bit was the Mavericks because they've won five in a row and they're just looking, they're looking a lot better right now. Um, still don't have much depth, but I think Luca's uh, kind of came into the role they want him to be in. And I think the Mavericks are, will be for sure uh, in the top, top six or seven in the West. On paper, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of depth, but these players are really uh, coming into their roles and it's not just the Luca show anymore. They've had um, some surrounding pieces to help them out. And then the Bucks, I also wanted to talk about, um, and then actually one thing after that, but the, the Bucks, Drew Holiday resigns for four years per year or $40 million per year for four years. So what do you think about this uh, huge Drew Holiday max extension? He's been playing very good lately. And I think uh, the Bucks are trying to show the Giannis they're all in to, to get him some, some, uh, some key players around him. Although it does seem, it does seem uh, a little financially, uh, I don't know how to say irresponsible. Just I don't really get it because they've given very big contracts to Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, who are very good players, all stars in their own right. Um, but what we've seen uh, in the past few years is that you need two bona fide superstars to be able to win a title. And I'm not sure if you guys will be able to to carry these. It's him and then two two really good players. I'm not sure if that's a good formula for winning a championship. I'm not sure if the Bucks need another superstar. Giannis is a two-time MVP, and argue—I mean, some people could argue he's the best player in the league. And so these two, yes, all stars. You have a great wing. Um, you have a great defensive point guard. I think this is good. But you're right about how um this could hurt them potentially trying to build the surrounding pieces. I mean, you you all, uh, what are the Jazz gonna do? They signed Rudy Gobert. Now they're not gonna get any other players. All their players are leaving. This is what Nick says to me, and you've chimed in on similar thoughts. I don't, maybe not that exactly, but I think the Nets for sure, uh, the Warriors for sure, the Bucks for sure, and I believe the 76ers as well all have uh, far bigger salary problems than the Jazz. I mean, the, the, some of these uh, East teams and uh, the Warriors on the West, and uh, those, those are the teams in particular that I checked. I mean, they are in more salary problems than the Jazz. Um, I, th- I think the Bucks still could find a way to even take their team to the Eastern Conference Finals, potentially. I mean, that, that Nets team is looking scary, but it's not like the Jazz are... I, I, I don't mean to keep bringing up the Jazz. I just want to say that some of these other teams, um, it's not that every team just has cap. There, there is going to be some financial situations for a lot of teams around the league. Yeah, uh, especially the Warriors are, are, I think, two teams this year might have records for like all-time luxury cap spending, but that's the direction the league's heading. And we've seen teams like the Nets and Warriors, uh, the Warriors with the Marcus Cousins a few years ago, and now the Nets recently with Blake Griffin and Aldridge signing 
former All-Stars for the minimum just because guys are, are so intent on finding a ring somewhere. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, definitely a, a, a eventful week in the league, I guess, to say the least. And I think it's all we got for today. I, 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 more thing to add, Aaron? I, I have one more thing to add, and it's just been this talk around the league. Occasionally I'll look at articles. There's been a lot of talk about the buyout situation because after um, both Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge went to the Nets, I know it's been a week since, but after they've played, there's been more discussion um, about buyout situation, big markets. Is, is this fair to the whole league? Should there be a different way? Um, a lot of solutions going out. You only get one buyout per year. I think baseball, I think they have a different buyout situation. I, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I've seen that going around. Uh, just a lot of big market, small market stuff. Uh, personally, I'll give my take right now. I don't think it necessarily always is big market, small market. The Nets are not really a big market. Like no one was going to the Nets on a normal year because they're a big market. It's because they're good. I mean, there was bio guys going to the Cavs when LeBron was there, veteran guys going to help him out. And that, and that, that was not because they were a big market. So I, I don't think um, the buyout situation is a big problem, but I don't know if you uh, necessarily think it is. I think it's definitely an issue, and I agree. It's not big market, small market in this instance. I think there is some some problems financially, more so in other leagues, but still in the NBA, how uh, just the bigger markets, richer owners can can pay more money. Um, but like you said, the Cavs are a great example. Guys were going there. Like Same with the Warriors, Oakland, Cleveland. They're not big markets. If if teams are winning, older, good players are going to want to go there. So I don't. I think it's definitely a problem. I'm not sure what a good solution would be to figure it out, but um, I, I like the limiting it to one buyout, but I mean, they have to change the CBA and get it to go through the uh, players association, which I'm not sure what's happening because a buyout is really in any contract and any job you have, I think. So like you can just, they're just getting bought out. The problem I think though, the thing I don't like about it is they're just, they are refusing to play and then they get paid to leave. So I don't know. I think there's gotta be some solution to it, but I'm not sure what, what the best way to, to, to come about it is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not an expert on the cap situation and everything. There has been mentions of a new CBA coming around anyway, so there could potentially be some minor changes, but uh, I, I don't know. It, it will just be something that could potentially come up in the future. Yep. All right. I think it's all we got now, so thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.